Alrighty guys, welcome back to Free Coffee. Get that audio right in your car. My name is Rob Riley and I am so excited that you're here with me. So you're probably listening to this on a Wednesday if you're listening to it when it came out. But right now, it's currently the end of a Friday for me. So it's about 6.30, I'm at the shop. Everybody left about an hour and a half ago and I am fired up. We had a great week at the shop. Everything ran smoothly for the most part. And I don't know, we just were, we're in a vibe right now. We're in a, in a groove and we're really, really hitting it and it felt good. So I'm feeling really good. I hope that you guys are feeling good as well. And if you're not, I'm here to help you feel a little bit better. And I want to talk about mindset. Now, right now I might feel really good, but there's a lot of times where I don't feel good. And I really want to talk about that and how I get myself out of a funk and all that sort of stuff. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I personally get very, very nervous when I start start losing momentum or start losing my ambition because I'm afraid of falling into a, sort of like a hole of depression and or um, sadness or unmotivated, you know, an unmotivated time. And I don't like falling into it. I try to keep myself out of it as much as possible, but it happens to all of us and it happens to me for sure. And I really try hard to stick to my strategies to get myself out of it and get going again as soon as possible. So let's talk about that today. I'm sorry about my phone going off. I feel like that's just gonna be a staple of the pod. Every single pod, I feel like my phone goes off once before I realize, oh, I gotta turn it off. So let's do this. So a big part of um, my mindset and how I feel about myself and how I feel about things going on around me is, is the voices in my head, like the self-talk, the, the voice talking to me in my head telling me, oh, that was really good or oh, that was really bad or oh my God, this is the end of the world or oh my goodness, this is the best moment ever. Those voices really control how I feel and I, I might be alone in that, but I have a feeling I'm not. So. When, when my biggest goal in regards to positive self-talk is to get to a place where my environment doesn't create how I feel about myself. And I believe when, and I'm going to say when, we should all say when we get to that place or I get to that place, I'll be a much better entrepreneur, you know, employee, boyfriend, everything. I'll be able to be myself all the time instead of a product of my environment right and i've experienced i've experimented with different sort of things to to help me get this way and get to a point where my environment is not controlling me but i still struggle with this this is something that i still struggle with on a day to day not letting bad news make me feel down and also not getting too excited about good news it's there's a balance and you should feel good when something good happens and you should feel bad when something bad happens but not letting it completely control your life is the goal at least for me and everything i'm talking about is from my perspective so if I hope I'm not offending anyone with any sort of, you know, talks about mindset or whatnot. Um, I know it is a bit of a sensitive topic. Some people really do struggle with severe depression and anxiety, and I don't want to make it seem like you can just think your way out of those things, and I don't want to make it seem like that. So I've experimented with meditation, and while it does help me, um, it just helps me compartmentalize, like, put my thoughts in boxes sort of thing. But for me personally, I find it a bit unpractical for my life. Um, 
I don't know if that's the right word, unpractical, not practical, but whatever. In the morning, if I meditate, I tend to fall asleep. Um, I'll literally wake up, you know, grab a coffee, sit on the couch and fall back asleep because I'm just not up and moving. And if I wait too long, I can't actually get myself into a calm. I'm, I'm already up, I'm already going, and I'm ready to attack the day. Um, so for me, my biggest um, way of making sure I feel really good is by preparation for the next day. Um, this could be a big help to you, and if you haven't experimented um, with meditation, definitely give it a try and see if it's for you, but if it's not for you, give this a go, right? So prep for the next day. Um, give yourself the best chance of success going forward. Sometimes we just have to take our L's, take a bad day, but roll with it. Just make it happen and keep moving. From there, then you can prep and make things better, right? So get a good night's sleep, go to bed at the right time, prep breakfast so that when you wake up, you have something to eat, you're not grabbing McDonald's on the way to work, you know what I mean? Set your alarm so that you're up and you have plenty of time and you're not running through the morning. Um, once you get to work, you know, have a to-do list already ready to go for you for the next day and try to stick to it. You know, make yourself feel good. And I feel for me, prepping for the next day is the best way to pull myself out of a funk. So I don't have all the answers, um, but here are some of my favorite tips outside of what we've already talked about that work for me to get my mind right. So control your direct environment. So for me, I like a clean, neat, and organized space. Um, that's not for everybody, and it's not always easily controllable, especially if you're living with other people. Um, but an organized environment leads me to an organized brain and clearer thought and more stillness within my head. So for me, it's really important. I'm not worried about other things. I get distracted less. But don't let cleaning be a way of um, putting work off. You know what I mean? There's. A, Man, there's a word for it, and as a podcaster, I feel like I should get that word, but I just, I can't grab it. What's it called when you put off work? What's going on, guys? It's Rob from the future. That word is procrastination. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, continue to enjoy the pod. Sorry about that. To do, like, random thing, whatever, man. You guys all know what I'm talking about. I'm going to listen to this back in five minutes and know exactly what I'm talking about. But right now, I can't think of it. So step number one for me is controlling my environment, sort of cleaning up my desk if I'm at work or at home, you know, taking out the trash, making sure that the space around my computer is not cluttered, all that sort of stuff. It makes a big difference for me. Um, outside of that, making sure if you're going through a rough day that you're prepping for tomorrow, like I said, is one of my biggest, biggest um, steps in pulling myself out of a funk and helping myself keep up a good routine and pace and momentum. So it's really important for me that every night I'm prepping. And one of the biggest parts um, about prepping is that most of the time it's done in hours that are not productive hours anyway. So most of the time, if you are home, you are not spending the time between seven and 10 or six and nine or you know nine and 12, whatever time you're home at the end of the day, after work or after school or whatever you're doing, most of those hours are not productive hours. They're hours eating, they're hours watching TV, they're hours sitting on your phone. So to make those productive sets you up for a really great and good day tomorrow because you'll feel really good about yourself. And it, at least that's how I feel, that's what works for me. 
So one of my biggest things that I do often, I sort of mentioned this briefly prior to this, is making a to-do list and getting stuff done, okay? It's awesome, it feels so good to check things off a list, okay? And for those of you that know me, you know for years I carried around a notebook everywhere with me. I wrote down everything. Now I mainly use my notes app on my phone because I've had a hard time losing notebooks, misplacing things. If I don't always have it on me, then I can't always write stuff down. And for notebooks, if I miss something, it's a really big deal. So I try to keep everything in one area. And for me, that's my notes app. So I have a to-do list in my notes app that's constantly updating. And here's a little fun trick if you are in a funk. If you find yourself in a funk, let's say you find yourself in a funk in the middle of the day. Start a to-do list and put everything you need to do on it, right? This will one, help you clear up your head, but two, and one of the most fun things you can do is you wanna put stuff that you've already done in. So you wanna put things that you did in the morning, like wake up early, you know, take the dog out or take the trash out or whatever it might be, your morning schedule, you wanna put stuff in, in there and you wanna instantly check it off because when you look at it, you'll be like, wow, I actually have been doing stuff today. It hasn't been a waste of a day. Like it's been a very productive day. And the only way you're gonna realize that is actually by putting it right in front of you and, and seeing it. So that's one of my little corny, but helpful for me tricks is if I find myself in a funk, I'll be like, okay, what have I done today? What do I actually need to do? What's important? And I sort of put everything right in front of me where I can see it and I get rid of the noise and the clutter and the, the craziness inside my head that's telling me I have a million things to do or I have nothing to do or it's been a shitty day. Well, no, it really hasn't. Look at this. Like, look at how I started my day. It was good. I got stuff done. Yada, yada, yada. It makes a big difference for me. So, one of the biggest things that you need to realize or, or do, at least in my opinion, is when you tell yourself you're gonna do something, do not flake on yourself. This is huge and self-explanatory. If you're gonna do it, go do it, especially if you put it on your to-do list, especially if you tell yourself you're gonna do it. If you put go to the gym on your to-do list and then you don't go to the gym, you are lying to yourself, and trust me, it does make a difference on your self-esteem, whether you feel it immediately or not, because it does feel better not to go to the gym, but I'm telling you, it makes a significant, significant difference to not lie to yourself. Trust me, just trust me on that one. If you've never heard that before, trust me. So, this one was brought up in the last pod with Josh Vinzaguerra, but um, don't hang around with negative people. This one's, again, huge and obvious, but we'll keep it simple and sweet. If your direct circle or the people you interact with most are maybe the reason or they're a contributing factor to how you feel, there's no reason to let them continue to wear you down. They add no value to your life and they're actually making you worse. Okay, if you are chasing a goal or if you are just trying to get out of a funk, right? Like, let's forget goals, let's forget achieving for a second. If you're just trying to get to baseline, having people pulling you down before, below it is, is unbelievable. It's, it's, you're fighting. I heard Andy told me this analogy today, or somebody told me this analogy today. You're pushing snow up a hill. It's impossible. It's such a hard battle for no reason. Cut these people out or talk to them less. Do not hang around with negative people. You are the five people that you spend the most time with. 
That's that's like who you become. And think about that. I don't know who said that. I'm sorry, I can't cite that right now. But that was um, that was written by somebody. And it's a pretty common saying, but it's true. And I found it to be very accurate for myself. So I'm going to talk about one thing that makes a big difference for me. And I genuinely have no idea if it makes a big difference for other people. I don't think it does. But I figured I'd put it out into the world. For me personally, I get in my worst headspace, worst headspace, if I sleep in. And I'm not talking about a nine or 10 or, you know, that sort of sleep in. I'm talking 11, 12, where you sleep in, you wake up, and by the time you're out of the shower, it's one or two o'clock. For me, I it instantly throws me into a bad headspace. Oh, sorry. It instantly throws me into a bad headspace and it makes me feel really bad about myself and there's nothing I can do about it no matter how much sleep I think I needed no matter what bedtime I went to bed at it it doesn't matter to me it really throws me in a bad headspace and there's nothing I can do about it so for me one of my best tricks to keep myself feeling good and in a good spin is to wake myself up around the same time every single day and for me, I like to keep it around seven o'clock because for me, seven o'clock gives you the perfect amount of balance between if you need to wake up early, you can go to six or five o'clock, right? And you're not throwing your schedule off by four hours or three hours, you're throwing it off by two. And if you wanna sleep in, you can sleep till nine and you're not essentially sleeping too late, you still have a full day ahead of you, but you're getting an extra two hours and that sort of stuff. So seven o'clock for me is when I wake up most of the time and it's been a really good balance to keep my head in the right space, but also give myself enough rest and also not sleep too much. Does that make sense? Let me know if that's common for anyone else. I think that just might be me, but I figured I'd, I'd share it um, because it, it makes a big difference for me. So. Getting myself out of a funk though is is significantly difficult and I, I'm pretty sure that's common for everybody. Once you get into a funk, it's like, man, it's just like you don't wanna do anything, right? Like nothing's going right. You just wanna lay in bed all day. You don't feel good, nothing fixes it. You just don't feel good, right? My go-to when I get into a funk is, is cleaning. And I know that sounds insane maybe to some of you, but some of you have probably been there. I have to clean and it makes me feel good. And again, it gets something on my checklist like, okay, I clean, like it makes me feel good. It's about momentum. Cleaning also like helps me get into that um, control your environment sort of space where it's like your space is all good and it's clean and it's like, okay, now maybe I want to sit in that chair and type away at my essay that I have to do or email those people back. Whatever it is, cleaning usually helps me start or get the momentum going. So. Yeah, that's that. That's my first step. Um, number two is I, I try to start eating healthier. Um, if I've been on a string of not eating well, or if I just have not been eating significant, like enough good food, I try to, if I'm in a funk, make the, the conscious decision to go out and eat healthy food. Um, whether that means making something for myself or treating myself to a original grain salad, whatever it might be, I just make sure I eat good. And it makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel better. You know, you one, you physically feel better, but two, you mentally feel like, okay, like I made the right decision. Like that was a good thing for me. And it, it just, I mean, that kind of just compounds. Um, lastly, if I'm gonna funk, like I kind of just attack it head on. Like I take care of, I try, and it, this is really hard and I, I'd be lying to say I always do it, but I always try to attack the thing that's got me in a funk if I know what it is. Like. If it's a huge amount of emails that I need to answer, 
or it's an essay that's throwing me off because it's about some ridiculous stuff. Whatever it might be, I, I just try to attack it and I just take care of it and I give it my best. And I know that at the end of the day, my best is going to be enough. If I truly give it my best, I'm not going to be extremely disappointed in myself you know, for the outcome. I might be upset with the outcome, but I know I gave it my best shot so I can live with that. And that's what puts me in enough space and like I can relax. So it feels good. Um, that's, I mean, that's it really. I mean, that's my, my steps. Um, I just got a call. Sorry. I like pause for a second. Um, if you're not feeling well though, you need to reach out to somebody and talk to them. Um, it's the one thing that for me, I need to do more often. It's not like part of my go-to list, but I need to talk to people because there's been so many times where Lexi could have just fixed something for me or helped me or made me feel so much better or my dad or my mom or my stepmom or anybody, you know, I could have just reached out to my friends and just said something. And if you don't have anyone to reach out to, I'm that person, you know, just DM me, whatever it might be. We can talk. We can get you out of that headspace. Just message me. You know what I mean? No big deal. So, Practice positive thinking, and if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to the Josh Vinciguerra episode. We just talked about mindset and stuff, and I actually had this sort of idea in my head written out and notes written out prior to, sorry, prior to sitting out with Josh, but I'm, I'm just, I'm fired up about it. I feel really good at the end of this week. That interview is fire. The context is fire, and what he um, what he gives us on on practicing positive thinking and changing your environment and all that sort of stuff it's incredible. For me, positive thinking is like a muscle. Like you have to work it, and if you're not working it constantly, you're going to be negative. And you have to train yourself to look at things positively. But Josh does a very good job at explaining that. So if you want a deep dive on that, go listen to the last episode. All right, guys, I hope you pulled some value from this. Um, if you did, let me know. Um, if not, let me know. I'm super open to critiques. Um, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you are headed to work right now or headed home from school or work, whatever it might be, I hope you just are crushing it. I hope you keep crushing it. And uh, I'm going to sign off. We're going we're gonna to do this. Congrats to Taylor Wisely for winning the giveaway from the first episode. Um, I'm recording this the day, two days after the pod, the original pod dropped. So I know that might be a bit confusing, but we've got a lot in the, um, in the funnel. You know what I mean? I'm trying to record ahead of time so I can make sure we're getting something out every week and I'm stoked. And the response to the first episode was or the first two were insane. I mean, so many of you guys reached out to me and it literally means the world. It it lit a match under me and I feel fired up. You know what I mean? I feel really good and I just need to do carry that momentum through the mindset self-talk episode. You know what I mean? Like what a wave for me to be riding. Um, so thank you guys. You guys really, for lack of a better term, like gassed me up. <laughs> so I feel good and I wanted to hopefully provide some value. Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I will catch you in the next one. This has been Free Coffee with Rob Riley. Peace.